I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Tia Johnston, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meredith Hine. Thanks for tuning in today. We're so glad to have you joining us. We know that the world is in a pretty sad state at the moment, and whether you're watching TV or scrolling through Twitter, there is a 100% chance that you'll come across yet another sad news story or depressing stat, which is why we are dedicating this show to all of the good news and updates that, for some reason, don't get the same media attention as the bad stuff. So thanks to John Krasinski for inspiring us with some good news. (laughs) Um, Totally worth it. Uh, if you need something uplifting for your day. But let's start with the good news in our own backyard. After there were rumblings about football players returning to campus as soon as June 8th, Gene Smith addressed the media on a teleconference Wednesday to announce the rumors and give more updates on the return to play plan. Yeah, and he said quite a bit in the teleconference, but to sum it up, he said he's getting more comfortable with the possibility of fans in the stadium 20,000 to 22,000 fans is the number being thrown around. He said, well, of course, he'd rather all 14 teams commit to playing. If at least one Big Ten school sits out, he doesn't see why the season couldn't resume. He said a decision about the season needs to be made by early July, but that he is hopeful for a 12-game season. Worst case scenario, they might have to cancel non-conference games, but a season very well could happen. So while that most makes me feel so much better. I know. Oh my gosh. I was ecstatic when I was reading these tweets of the updates of what he was saying. And while most of what he said isn't concrete, it's kind of just, you know, like I'm hopeful, I'm confident, this, this, and that. I don't think he would hold a press conference to announce a bunch of nonsense or what he thinks. Um, I think there's some weight to what he's saying here, and I'm going to hold on to that because it means we're getting one step closer to something resembling a football season in the fall. Yeah, and especially when you consider the NCAA's newest announcement, which came hours after Smith met with the media. The NCAA Division I Council voted to allow schools to reopen their athletic facilities on June 1. So schools will now be permitted to reopen their facilities to allow football, men's basketball, and women's basketball players to return to campus and partake in voluntary workouts at those facilities, Um, though they're obviously expected to comply with all state and local requirements. So if you consider Ryan Day's comment about needing six weeks to prepare before a season can begin, June 1 is obviously much better than I think we were hoping for initially. Right. Obviously, 
these players won't be going through their usual team practices and conditioning, considering the team activities aren't mandatory or they can't be forced to show up. But something is certainly better than nothing. And I kind of like Gene Smith's point where he said, with the safety protocols, rules, cleanliness, all that that they're putting in place at their athletic facilities, he'd much rather these athletes work out in, say, the Woody with a highly trained staff um, than at a gym in their hometown or wherever they're getting work in. I totally agree. And I'm sure that the players are eager to get back in the facility. So I think that I would imagine that most of them will take advantage of the reopening. Like you said, it's voluntary, but it's also Ohio State football. So there's a motivated player set. But at the same time, I do appreciate that, you know, it's it's voluntary so that if players do feel unsafe or if they're in a situation where maybe a family member or a friend was diagnosed, that they have the option to stay home. But, you know, as we're thinking about this, uh, this is all exciting news. And while a still there's a lot that needs to get hashed out, things are definitely looking up for the return of college football. But that's not all the good news that we have for you today. So stay tuned for more right after this ad break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I know uh, we mentioned John Krasinski's podcast earlier, but I highly recommend also just starting your day by Googling COVID-19 good news instead of watching whatever's showing on your local news channels or CNN or reading Twitter, whatever it is. It is a much better start to your day than the usual the world is ending news that we're so used to. Because in fact, the world is not ending, for example... Forbes just reported that from January to early April, global daily carbon emissions plummeted by 17% compared to last year due to everybody staying inside and being under lockdown. And then by the end of April, carbon emissions had declined by a total of more than 2.3 million pounds, driven largely by decreases in China and the U.S., who are the two biggest carbon creators and two of the countries hit hardest by the pandemic. The annual global decline could number anywhere from 4.4% to 8%, making it the biggest drop in emissions since the Second World War. So while this will likely rise again once the world opens back up, hopefully some people have read this and decided to maybe be more mindful of the environment um, when we can actually go back outside. So I love that the earth got a little break in the midst of all this. I know. And I feel like that's the good news that we really needed because, you know, when we're talking about doomsday, I feel like climate change was at the top of the list for a very long time. So nice that there's something good happening there. Right. And one more piece of good news. There are so many businesses pitching in to help those in need during this time. So I just wanted to highlight one of those, a company called Travel Payouts, an affiliate marketing network with 240,000 partners focused solely on travel, 
are reimbursing people's canceled flights and bookings. Then the Innisfree Hotels brand has committed to donating 6,300 rooms to Florida healthcare workers during this time. So doctors, nurses, EMTs, paramedics, and other frontline medical staff from the Gulf Coast can go and use those hotels. And also some big name resorts in Hawaii are doing the same for their essential workers and doing what they can to help the locals considering the island runs on tourism. There are so many other good stories, and we're definitely going to link to the article that we found in the show notes because it's awesome to see. We know that the coronavirus is bad, but if we can stop focusing on that for a minute and focus on how we can help and how others are helping, it's certainly a more positive way, like you said, Tia, to go about our day. Anyway, that's it for today. So Tia, instead of a shout out, do you have any good news of your own? Yeah, um, obviously I'm I'm happy to be spending time at home and kind of like getting work done around the apartment or doing this, this, and that that I don't usually get a chance to do. Um, but my one piece of good news is not about me. It came from my husband. There are these horse-drawn carriages, I guess, that walk up and down Old City. I live in Philadelphia um, and If you live in New York, I'm sure you see them in Central Park, and I'm so against them because these horses are just, like, treated so poorly, and my husband one day was just like, these horses are at least not, you know, dragging tourists up and down the streets all day, and that actually made me so happy to think about, so that's my piece of good news. That's awesome. So I know that this is sort of old news, and we may have even talked about it on the show before, but one of you know, the positives that's come out of COVID is the fact that a lot of animal shelters are completely empty right now. I just talked to a coworker actually who adopted his cat last week and he adopted a senior cat. And initially he had wanted to get two kittens, but the shelter was empty. And so he got, you know, to take this cat home. And I just love that. And, you know, he's developing a great relationship with his cat and he loves being a cat dad. But like, (laughs) I love that all these animals you know, are getting a second chance. And, you know, we're solving one of these problems of homeless animals with, well, it's a virus and it obviously isn't a good situation. Um, You know, it's benefiting everyone because we have companionship when we're at home with our new pet friends. So something good to come out of the situation. Yeah. And that's perfect timing because yesterday was National Rescue Dog Day, something like that. (laughs) And it was Buddy's (laughs) birthday last week. Yeah, my little dog love him yes love that news yeah so that's all we have for today as a reminder you can follow me on twitter at tia johnston underscore meredith at meredith hine and the site at land grant 33 we'll talk to you soon thanks again for listening to play like a girl and as always go bucks go bucks